Walker. Now, here's more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA. Welcome back, folks, as the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show continues here on The Big Talker, 1250 WTMA and WTMA.com. Um, if you're just joining us, you know, we're talking about this unfortunate reality that a large percentage of people kind of just settle on the real estate agent that they hire to help them with buying or selling a home. And, and I will say this, I think it's different on the buying side than it is on the selling side. But what do most people that sell their home do before they call a real estate agent to interview them for, you know, for selling their house? They go and they look at stuff for sale. So you have these folks that, whether they're thinking of just buying or if they're thinking of selling and then buying, it kind of starts for them with going to see what's out there, right? Are there opportunities that exist that would encourage me to make this decision to move? How's inventory looking right now? And so you kind of land in the arms of whichever agent either has the listing or whichever agent some service connects you with. And who knows how that agent got you know, in bed with that service, whether they're paying them monthly, they're paying them per lead, they're paying them as a referral fee. Um, you know, there's, our industry is pretty, pretty crazy these days with regard to how we are being put in touch with people um, that want to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. The, the lead generation industry has been so disrupted over the years and we have worked so hard to really do a good job of marketing our properties that we generate a lot of interest on our properties. We have a lot of leads that come in. And over time, we find those leads, homes to buy, right? We find those people, buyers for their home. But what's happening now is all these different leads, all your contact information is just being recycled. It's being put through different uh, avenues, uh, you know, marketing mediums. It, it, if you leave your contact information in more than one spot, you better believe that it's going to get put in the hands of probably five, six different real estate agents. And then comes the, you know, the incoming bombardment of phone calls, texts, emails. There are some agents out there that are just showing up at your house. I mean, it's... You think it's annoying for you. It's annoying for us. (laughs) I mean, because you're annoyed, you're not answering the phone when we call, which means we have to keep calling until we get you on the phone to figure out what you want and if we can help you or not. Um, But anyways, that is a whole different soap. I don't even know how I got there. (laughs) But obviously, it's it's a frustration. I'm sure you, you know, for those of you that listen that are, uh, you know, in some sort of sales-based organization, you're probably going through the same thing. Um, people just don't want to talk on the phone and all we're trying to do is help folks. But in order for us to determine whether we can help or not, we need to figure out what your situation is, uh, which means we need to have a chat. Anyways, going back to this issue of people settling when they hire a real estate agent. If I'm going to hire a real estate agent, Let's say I'm going to go and I'm going to buy a, a property in Kansas. I don't know why I would, but let's just say for the sake of argument that I'm going to go buy a house in Kansas. Well, when I interview that agent to determine how competent they are, I'm also going to want an out. 
I want the ability to fire my agent if they are a snake oil salesman. If they don't do what they say they're going to do, then I, as the client, should have the right to say, you know what? You talked a great talk, but you didn't walk the walk. I'm going to find somebody that is going to truly invest their time, energy, and resources to helping me get this job done to the best of their ability and to the biggest benefit to me. Plain and simple. So bringing this all around for you guys, if you're going to hire somebody, also have the right to fire them. That should be a part of the agreement. Now, it was really interesting. The, you know, so, so that's, that's the, the big ticket takeaway from that conversation that I just had for about, where are we, 20 minutes in. Um, but you know, I'll tell you what, the, the real estate industry is so, um, gosh, what's the word? I don't know, testy. Um, they're very sensitive. They're very entitled. So you might not be able to get uh, you know, the agent that you like, quote unquote, to include that in your agreement. I'd be careful. I, I would just, I, frankly, I would insist. And if they are as good as they say they are, then what's the risk? You know? But it was interesting. There was a social media post uh, on one of these several um, Facebook groups that I'm in that are real estate related. And I typically, I mean, I'll be honest, I try and stay away from social media. I understand how great it can be from a business perspective, but I just get so tired of people complaining or only showing us the good parts. It's just so fake. And so sometimes I just get really irritated with it and I take a little mental health break, (laughs) a little mental health break from social media. Uh, and so I've, I've kind of been on a hiatus for a little bit. It's time for me to come back because I think people need and want genuine information. They want people that are not afraid to be real. I'm, I'm not afraid to be real. Um, I really appreciate those that uh, show the bad with the good. No, don't get me wrong. Celebrate your wins. Go for it. You know, there's not enough pats on the back um, these days. Or if there are, it's it's all self-promotion, shameless self-promotion. But anyways, there was this post on a, a Facebook group for real estate talking about how annoying it is when agents have to call other agents to schedule showings. Because I don't know if you, you, you know this or not, these days, when you put your house on the market and other agents want to see it, they want to schedule showings. They just go online. They, they go to a website. They select your home, the date and time they want to see it. And then a third party service will like text you or call you or email you. And they'll say, hey, John Doe wants to show your house tomorrow between 5 and 6 p.m. Do you accept? Press 1. Do you decline? Press 2. Do you want to reschedule? Press 3. No one is really talking to one another before showings occur these days. Unless... The listing agent removes the ability for other agents to schedule those showings online. So it was just this big, you know, hundreds of people complaining about how annoying it is that they have to call an agent to schedule a showing because they're trying to set up things, you know, as geographically efficient as possible and 
if they have to wait for you to talk to the seller to then call them back and figure out when they can show it, then it just throws off their whole day, right? I offered a different opinion. My opinion is that, well, first of all, if the seller that I'm representing selects the program we offer that qualifies all of their showings before they occur, then any agent that wants to see it is not getting through the door until we have a conversation. So what do those conversations look like? First of all, if the buyer walks through the house and they like what they see, are they in a position to make an offer? If you're trying to show a home to somebody because that's the only value you can bring to them, it's just, well, hey, if you want to go and see something, I can show it to you. Whatever you want to see, whenever you want to see it, I'll show it to you. And they're a year away from buying a house. Sorry, I'm not going to inconvenience my seller and their family and kick them out of the house for an hour. Oh, and by the way, force them to clean it for an hour so that the showing is is a good showing. Just so you can show someone a house that might be buying something in a year in an effort to further your relationship with them and try and earn their business. That is not fair to the seller. It's not fair to me because now I've got to track you down for feedback. And we all know that the agent isn't going to provide us with feedback because there's none to give because they're not ready to buy. And it it becomes this whole thing. So first of all, I just want to know that if they walk through the house and they like what they see, they're in a position to make an offer. If they're not retiring from Florida until next year and then they have to sell their business and then they have to sell their house, sorry, you're not getting in. Second question is, are they paying cash or are they pre-approved for a mortgage? Can they afford it? Third is, and this is where the collaborative view comes in, which is, you know, maybe the agent showing the house should learn a thing or two about the house in the area before they show it to their client. I'd like to provide them with that information, but so many agents are so entitled and so, oh, well, you just... All I need to do is get in the house. Just let me do my thing. Let me, I'm, I know everything, right? That's kind of the mentality that some of these agents have. They don't want to be bothered. I get it. But if you can just take a step back, you might actually learn a thing or two about the house, about the area that you didn't know. And you can use that to appear more knowledgeable to your client. It can actually be of benefit to you if you'll just get out of your own way and let us help you sell this house. And so we'll say, you know, I want to tell you a few things about this house that I think make it really interesting that I'd like for you to share with your client. And I just, out of curiosity, you know, what was it about this house that you were interested in or your client was interested in? And then they start telling us things about the client. And now we've got a really good understanding of what they're trying to accomplish. We can offer information that supports their interest or we can say, you know, you're, you're describing something that this buyer wants that this house isn't, you know? And, and don't get me wrong. There are always going to be agents and buyers and showings occur that, you know, after the showing takes place, they're like, yeah, we wanted a master bedroom downstairs and this one was upstairs. And it's, all of these things are clearly outlined in the listing. They just have to look at the information, read it. And so it's very frustrating for sellers to get kicked out of their house to learn that 
the home didn't work for that buyer and all they had to do was just look at the information before scheduling the showing. Now, obviously, on our end as a listing agent, we're not going through this massive checklist. Now, do you understand that the master bedroom is upstairs? Now, do you understand that this is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, 2,223-square-foot home? I mean, that's we have to make some assumptions that people actually know what they're doing and are somewhat paying attention. But this all goes back to the agent that you hire and how meticulous and proactive they're going to be are they going to do what they say they're going to do? And if they don't, do you have the ability to find someone else that will? If you're looking for an agent like that, we'd love the opportunity to chat with you, see if it makes sense for us to work together. Our number is 843-800. You can call or, te- I'm sorry, call or text 843-800-0065. That's 843-800-0065. Or go to listingsincharleston.com. That's listingsincharleston.com. Or shoot me an email, brian at brianbeattyteam.com. Stick around for more of the Brian Beatty Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Have a real estate question? Ask Brian Beatty. Send him an email, lowcountryhomesales at gmail.com. The Brian Beatty Real Estate Show is on 1250 WTMA. 